apples. Who has the that you've heard, I was not born in a manger. I was, I was actually born on Krypton and sent here by my father, Jor-El, to save the planet Earth. Live from Stanford, Connecticut, it is the one and only Animal Farm Radio Show, the only place where political queries and queefs mix. <laughs> the date today is Tuesday, February 24th, 2009. My name is Benjamin Miller. And I'm chilling here with my fellow animals, Tony Pax uh, and Python the Soundboard. We've got another great show for you guys okay, tonight. Fine. <laughs> we almost didn't have another great show for you guys yeah. tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are going to be focusing on some new economic news. I had the marking looking up for once. The yeah. market looking up for once, excuse me. We're also going to be getting some brand new police state news as well as the typical state of corruption info that has uh, is so abundant nowadays. Uh, as always, Tony is going to lubricate you with the forgetful, the loving, and the supernatural straight ahead. You are on the farm. The Animal Farm Radio Show. The law is that guy that wears that badge and a gun. That's the one that puts you in jail. That's the law. So do you men lack confidence? Need some help in that intimate area? Well, now we have the answer for you. The Animal Farm Radio Show. Ah, uh, the expression that the the straw that broke the camel's back, Ben. What the hell are they doing down there? Let it be known. It's like, it's like yeah, we just come here for our freaking health. Well, yeah, obviously. That's why we eat pizza and drink coffee. Jeez. We're going to get to all the craziness. We want to open the phones to you tonight, especially what are you doing? just to give us advice as to where we should uh, we, we should go and what we should do, because uh, the animal farm is I can't take this crap anymore. Straits. You can't take this crap anymore, no? <laughs> I can't take it anymore. But ben, you know, you could ask my family members oh, and friends. Oh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the least patient persons when it comes to a lot of things, and uh, this, this I don't know how like... I've lasted this long. But let me let me get to the. Uh, this really pisses yeah. me off. Let me get some lubrication on on you know on all of you, male or female for that matter. And I want to start with the forgetful, the unloving, and the supernatural, Pieth. Give us that drum roll. We didn't have one yesterday, and it was very dry. Very dry. All right, the forgetful, and uh, I, this is unbelievable, but a German businessman lost more than 10,000 euros, or about $13,000, in a plastic bag after forgetting the cash in a public toilet, authorities uh-huh. said on Thursday. <laughs> as he state police said the man took the five-figure sum with him as he stopped to relieve himself in a motorway service station near Hagar in western Germany, but then he just drove off without the money. Uh, the pl- <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that. Police spokesman said the, it was not clear why the man took a half an hour to notice his loss, but by that time it was already too late. Somebody made off with a nice little payday just for going a squirt or perhaps Whoops. a dump. Uh, anyway, right. the unloving, and that's how we feel right now, very unloved, uh, except for our, our great fans and listeners out there. We love you, and we have that kind of bond. Anyway, woman arrested after giving boyfriend unwanted hug. Um, unbelievable. Florida man has had his girlfriend arrested after she gave him an unwanted hug, Ben. Kevin Connolly told police his 48-year-old girlfriend, Lori Smith, grabbed him several times and threw him around the room after her failed <laughs> attempt to hug the 50-year-old. 50-year-old! Uh, police were saying this. Smith was charged with domestic battery. 
battery, a misdemeanor. She told police she tried to hug her boyfriend twice, but he pushed away. Officer Brian Stevens, <laughs> uh, who responded to the domestic dispute call, said Smith was not injured in the altercation. Um, you know, maybe he's just not that into you. What do you think? But un- unbelievably, she... I'm not she... one to stand by and let a lady do a man's job. Isn't that right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but that's misdemeanor. So she, yeah, she did get uh, written up at least. Anyway, finally, for the supernatural... As until you know, before we delve into the the never-ending abyss here, it is the boy's glowing eyes who sees clearly in the darkness. This is kind of strange. Get out of here. This is really eerie, Ben. Um, yeah, a Chinese boy who has eyes that glow in the dark has stunned doctors with his ability to see and read in complete darkness. Doctors have studied Nuang Yo Hui's sight uh, ever since his father took him to a hospital in Dahua, which is located in southern China, Ben. Tests con- uh, conducted in complete darkness concluded that he can read perfectly without any light and can see as clearly as most people do during the daytime. That's incredible. In complete darkness. Experts believe the boy was born with a rare condition called Luke Erdermi which has left his eyes with less protective pigment and made them more sensitive towards light. Wow. So I'd I actually, thought his yeah, mother took I like know, a... Uh, the Chinese are uh, good gamblers, I'm told. <laughs> well, that's, that's hardly appropriate. <laughs> I thought his mother took a, took a turkey baser to a cheetah or something. I don't know. Maybe he's eating too much uh, peanut <laughs> food imported from China. I don't know what, what's going on. But either way, that's the lubrication, Ben. And I want to throw out the number uh, because now, you know, now we're already off to the wrong foot. And, uh, you know... It's 512-879-3805. That's the number to reach us tonight. It is AnimalFarmShow.com. We do have our own chat for the second day up and running, and everybody seems to be populating that. Yeah. So glad you can join us, but we're going to unfortunately bitch and moan for probably the next 30 or 40 minutes. Let's get ready to <laughs> Because it's kind of, it, it's just a, uh, yeah, go ahead, behold, the oh. d- destruction of our <laughs> our humanity. <laughs> uh, Pyth, I'm sure, has a lot to say tonight. It's just therapeutic to sit here and just and just kind of give up on air. That's, I know. As you can tell, what Pyatt is playing right now, he's really... Just piss and moan, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you know. No, it's just like, I don't know what the hell is going on down there. What, no. the, what are they doing? No, nothing good, at Are least. they running a radio station, or are they just freaking beating off? Like, well, what I, the hell are they doing? You know, I, I don't know. Maybe, you know... I, I, it's a good, it's, that's a good question. In fact, let, let's actually ask that question. What do you think is going on down there? But let's also ask the question to you listeners. What do you guys think? What Our listeners out there, and you can do this by email at info at animal, animalfarmshow.com. I'm staring at, at the lights, by the way, waiting for them to shut down. Yeah, at this point, hey, do, do it. Down. You know what? Do it. We'll leave. We'll get a couple more hours out of our evenings. But uh, just annoys me, man. Info at animalfarmshow.com or 512-879-3805 or, of course, animalfarmshow.com. The chat room is up. What do you think the Animal Farm should do? That's the question. Well, that's the question we're going to ask. Well, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, I, I don't know if Danny went away or something for the weekend or he's gone. I don't know what the hell's going on, but the archives haven't been updated in forever. Wow. Uh, you know, we, I was doing a gig over here in Stanford and I wasn't able to, to record the archives, so I was kind of counting on the network to do its job. God forbid you count on the network to do its job. You want and, archives? Uh, you, yeah. You're funny. What are you, crazy? Yeah. And, uh, and no, they didn't do it, so we don't have any archives on our <laughs> site. And, and that Catherine Albrecht interview and all of our shows may be gone for good. Who knows? Yeah, you know what? It's, it's par for the course, but that's why we want, that's why we want to offer <laughs> it to the fans and, uh, and just, you know, let us know, man, if there's anything else out there that's better and, uh, you know, if you if you have any 
I guess, suggestions, I would say, Ben. I'm kind of at a loss for words because I'm just at this point, you know, I mean, everybody knows wh- what our bag is. We all come here. We all have jobs. We all really break our ass to get the show up and running. And, yeah. and thank goodness for all the great fans who email us and, and call us and really participate. Oh, we wouldn't even done it, uh, do it in the first place because you guys make it possible. So, I mean, why wouldn't it be uh, appropriate, I think, to give it out there? And uh, I think Risen Renegade says, I think they need to get their S together or need to find a new network. And I would have to I agree, agree with that. It's like, it's a, what the, it's like this is Bush League crap, man. You know, this yeah. is amateur stuff. I know. George, you know, and we're not asking all that much at this point, but uh, you know, folks, the c- country's crumbling, and <laughs> we're and just we keep, trying to do our job. And we keep asking less and less <laughs> as time goes on. We keep asking less and less, and we keep getting less and less too. So uh, it's just, you jerk. it's like, what the hell is going on? I guess Jack had an expert go down there and check out the situation, and uh, I, you know, <laughs> Never. I guess I guess there was a you know a, a situation where it freaking he he looks under to see the situ- the uh, the setup and there's a freaking cat sleeping on a ball of cords. It's like, wow. <laughs> man, I'm gonna Well, you know what? We're obviously already deep in this, and we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna cause a lot of controversy. But you know what? That's why we're here. We're not it's here. Just, it's like not... it would it's be it's fine if you have a friend. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I'm go ahead. This is what it's all about. Fla- not it's, a problem. It's, it's fine to have a freaking cat laying on a ball of cords if you can get your crap together and have have the junk st- good you know what i yeah. mean if you can't do that then then you're gonna get ragged it's on. all I'm about sorry, it's man. all about making sure your junk's in the right place these days isn't it <laughs> i um, guess so man. And we'll, we'll get to some of the uh. junk going on but no seriously let's you know we cleaned up a little bit of house yesterday that's right get that eye of the tiger baby and uh, we, we did some house cleaning obviously mark called in we got some great things done when he called in we got some great callers that we've never had before some first timers yeah and uh, i thought it was really good and i really like starting the show off like that so if you do have any input if you want to suggest things to us or even if you want to blow off steam since you are the listeners and you you got robbed out of about seven or eight minutes uh do it 512-879-3805 and you know at this point folks i mean really i think w- what we can do is just kind of do a podcast and have it downloadable each day and run it from our own Ugh, dude that's so horrible it's man. super ghetto but <laughs> you know, we got a guy over here who forgets 13 grand in a toilet and uh you know we're struggling over here so it is unbelievable, and uh, just just to you know, not to I don't want to talk about too many important things now because now my brain is just failure uh, is not an option. Yeah, I mean, oh my goodness, it, this just when is it going to end? I, I just can't I can't get my head around it. But uh, well, you know, we were talking the other day about how the market always kind of declines when there's a statement made, whether it's by Bernanke or Geithner or whomever or Obama, and sure enough, you know, based on that statement or that interview or what that person says, the market goes up or down. Well, finally, and I all I was saying was, look, you lie to us every single day. You said that this bill had no pork in it, the stimulus bill, and it, it's yeah. completely, it's, it, it, it reeks of bacon, okay? And sure enough, I said, well, if you're going to lie to us about the bill, then just lie to the people, you know, whether it be on Capitol Hill or in, the, in uh, on the press, just lie to them and say that things are going to turn out great, and sure enough, the market will increase. Well, I think Benny Bernanke kind of, was, he's probably listening to the animal farm at the time, and he took my advice, and, you know, maybe he'll call in, but New York uh, has reported today out of Reuters, you know, something came out of here, and stocks rose more than 3% today. And, of course, you know, the Dow, uh, it jumped. It climbed up. I'm looking for the actual numbers, 200 and something, Ben. And, of course, now I've lost my place. But uh, the Federal Reserve Chairman, Ben Bernanke, delivered a big dose of relief when he signaled that nationalization of big banks was not at hand. So, you know, there's a whole bunch of little 
talking points in between there. So maybe it was just kind of a problem-reaction-solution-esque thing. But either way, he said, Bernanke said, the significant value built up in the country's banks would be lost if they were government-owned, nationalizing, uh, easing investor fears that shareholders would be wiped out. So, yeah, I mean, you know, now the news is that, no, we're not going to nationalize the banks. And even though... You know, at the same time, isn't the United States looking into 40% of Citigroup? I mean, yeah. weirdness. But in testimony to the U.S. Senate Banking Committee, Bernanke added that although there could be a time when it is necessary to close banks down, now is not that time. So I guess we, you know, we were talking about it before the show briefly, Ben, and I guess we concluded that, uh, yeah, it is somewhat good news. Um, yeah, it is. You know, that's if it's true and if this is really what's going to go on. But, I mean, really, we're talking about a in the, in the grand scheme of things, you know, we're, we're, are we looking at Ben Bernanke honestly and we're saying, oh, yes, this is great news. Thanks, Ben. And yeah. you know, they even prefaced it the other day saying, oh, the Fed's going to step in and help. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. You're you know. sick of all of them. But, you know, he basically said that. The, the recession is going to end at the end of the year, right? I mean, that's what he said. He said by 2009, by the recession, two- yeah, I'll, I'll get the quote. I'm actually going to try to speed up because we, uh, we should have had a break by now. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do any break. 235 points, Ben, was the was the rise. And, yes, you are correct. I was trying to find that before. Um, you know what? I think I have it. That's right. Yeah, yeah I got I got 236.16 on CNBC. Okay. And then the NASDAQ uh, is up 54.1, um, and S&P up almost 30. So <clears throat> that's good. Um, but I guess he kind of said that, he, that the economy was going to be back up on shape, um, and that's Good news on my end because if they're thinking about nationalizing the bank, they're obviously not going to nationalize by the end of the year. Maybe they will. Uh, I don't know. But he's basically saying that the way the economy is right now by without doing an international organization will survive. Right. So, you know, that's actually some good news coming out of the guy. Yeah. So I, I, I'd like to know exactly what, the, what, what, <laughs> what is the reason or what is the reasoning behind uh, the, even the thinking that we're going to, you know, somehow be relieved of this recession and, and not go into a depression? That's a good question, I think. Uh, so th- there's the music. Uh, we will be back. We'll keep ranting, and we'll take your phone calls on the other side here, folks. Stay with us. We shall return. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. 
Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Women. Uh. 
Yes, we That's had a little, funny. it was like a kind of a montage, Ben, just to get our frustrations out of it. When we get angry Jeez, man. on this show, if you've been listening, you understand and you you realize this, but when we get angry, we play a lot of uh, inappropriate Obama songs, So, and we're very angry right now. Outstanding. We're, we're kind of, but Paul, <laughs> uh, Paul did send us that uh, final clip. Why don't you play one more time? This way people know what Obama, we're doing. Obama, yeah. Obama, Obama. <clears throat> exactly, and of course all the... Great folks uh, in the chat room. We're having fun with them tonight. If you want to call in and, and just kind of say hi to us if you care, at 512-879-3805. But we were upset because of all the technical issues and nonsense yeah. that we're just trying to get rid of, man. We, and we, we do really apologize to all the sponsors and all the potential yeah. sponsors out there. That's the thing, too. You know, We're really trying to grow this show, and anybody listening knows this. And we, you know, we're, we're dying over here to get sponsors, and we're starting to get them. But uh, how, are you, you know, how do you keep sponsors, Ben, if you have stuff like this happening? And Sorry. if there's no consistency, then there is no show, and then you know, not to hint hint anything, but it's just that's the, that's the way it goes, and we really feel bad for the people listening because those, you know, you're the reason why we're doing this. I mean, yeah. folks, we love doing the show, yes, but uh, the fact that you tune in and you participate and you guys have all the energy and, and you, you know, every night you guys are there, that's the reason why, and that's why we feel bad when this stuff happens. It's really not fair to you guys. I mean, you guys miss out on the first eight minutes. So yeah, you all pile into the chat room. Yeah, you, you know, we get all fired everything. up and whatnot. Absolutely, and then uh, you know. It's kind of kind of annoying. Right. So that's who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so where were we? I don't know. Where are we? Now you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody in the chat room, who was it? Risen Risen Renegade said, uh, "We support the network. They need to support us back." Yeah. I think that that really kind of uh, sums it up. Sums it up. Yeah. I would have to agree. I, I want to play this. You know, just getting uh, talking about civil unrest and on the animal farm. We have Glenn Beck here, Ben. Uh, you know, and, and like like we talked about yesterday, with a lot of anchors, you know, they're not supposed to show their emotions as a, as a news anchor. Uh, but a lot of these people, and you know, obviously talk show hosts are different. Glenn Beck obviously has a show; it's a political opinion show. Mm-hmm. But he's just acting very strange. And, and the question for me that really begs to be asked is, you know, what does this guy know, or what is his whole purpose? Because he'll sit there and pretend to have a bleeding heart about the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and our national sovereignty. Then he'll tell you know, the very next day he'll interview someone and will say that we you know we need to be put in camps if we if we want to express <laughs> yeah. free speech. So the the guy's about as consistent as the network at this point. But sure enough, <laughs> it goes on Fox News. That's messed up. And I'm, well, I'm, I don't even care. I don't. And I tell people like <laughs> I don't really don't, I don't care if people don't like me. That's that's not why I'm here. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm happily the dick most of the time. So uh, <laughs> and speaking of dicks, we'll talk about Glenn Beck after this clip. How about that? 
Starbucks. Uh, Glenn Beck is joining us. Of course, he's the host of the wildly successful Glenn Beck Show that runs at 5 o'clock Eastern right. Time right here. Glenn, Glenn you've been looking into a crystal ball. What the world's going to look like in about five years, and how's it look? Um, not good, actually. I, I haven't seen all of the results yet. I'm going to see them tonight at, at 5 o'clock. We, we, what we did is everybody is saying, um, you know, uh, things could be really bad. I have been talking about what I believe is coming uh, for about two, two and a half years now, and I know it's going to get bad. Okay, so I, what is it? I don't know other than what we are possibly looking at is something far worse than the depression. Meanwhile, uh, this is on, uh, on Fox and Friends, which I think st you know airs at six six a.m. That's a that's on Fox and Friends. Yeah. that's not on his his show. No, no. What they do on Fox News, Ben? I don't know. If, I mean, you probably don't watch too much of it, and I, I respect you for that because <laughs> I always have either there that show on CNN on depending on what you know what shows on at the time, but. What Fox News does, what the Fox News channel does, I should say, is they keep – shows just interview their own hosts. So you have O'Reilly interviewing some – some of the one of the hot chicks from the daytime TV. Yeah. You have Fox and Friends interviewing Glenn Beck, and then you have Larry King interviewing, you know, O'Reilly. It's it's just like a big – It's because they can't find anybody that shares their opinion yeah, well, outside I mean, of the network. Especially now. So it's just this big circle jerk. But They're it's all just, corporate the, whores, right? It, yeah, exactly. But in this case, you got Glenn Beck, and he's on this couch, you know, sitting there. And <laughs> I think the, the Fox and Friends people are sitting there like – what is this guy smoking? <laughs> what is he doing? Um, the, 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 the differences between now and the Depression. Because are... Fox, you know, Fox News is always supposed to, it's always tried to give you this outlook that America is strong, yeah. no matter what the case may be. You hate be. the terrorists. Yeah. Are stunning. We are in much greater debt as individuals. We don't know how to grow our own food. We're not our grandparents. So just economically, we could be in real, real trouble. But we're also looking at civil unrest all around the world just to stabilize the unemployment rate in China. You have to create 25 million jobs every year in China. Right. You're, the New York Times reported that there will be 50 million people worldwide unemployed in the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. That doesn't. That's not a real number, according to all the experts I spoke to. That's not a real sure. number. But when you look right now, it's much bigger than that. Glenn, if you look historically during the depression, unemployment was 20, 25 percent, something like that. Right now, we're at uh, nine. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about. Uh, I, I will tell you that th this was today. Six million, I think. I was driving in today, and I and I said, my my kids are coming with me, and I said, this was the day that two years ago I said. It's probably going to be like this. And I said 7,500 is the Dow, et cetera, et cetera. And this is what I saw coming. It's going right. to be much, much worse than this. So you would agree with Barack Obama then, ironically, because in his speech when he announced his housing plan. <laughs> no, let me, let me get to it. For something I agree well, with well, him they, yes, uh, yes and that's one. why I pulled this one out of a yeah. hat. Because he said crisis 24 times. So you would agree with him that it's a crisis. Oh, I think it is. <laughs> I, I think he's using it for political uh, means. I think people need to see the worst case scenario because you need to prepare. This ben, is can you something pause that? that could sure, be. Sure, go ahead, Ben. She's sitting there and asking him if he agrees whether this is a crisis. So you agree with Barack Obama. This is a crisis that we're in. Yeah. What are you, retarded? Of course it's a crisis, you and as, dumb idiot. And, was, and as it progresses, they keep kind of edging him like, oh, okay, so well, the world's going to end anyway, so okay. And then <laughs> it, it gets better, it gets worse. I don't know. Depending on your political outlook, we shall return, uh, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. Sticky show in your ass.
Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mileage by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Really dangerous but to see, people. We're, we're see, I watch your show, and you're never sitting with your legs crossed, your arm back. I mean, Glenn, you're saying her- horrific things, but I'm not reading that. For example, what do you think is going to happen at the border? We saw some big problems in Mexico. The army fighting with uh, different supporters of drug cartels. What's I will happening? tell you, Brian, and I mean this sincerely. <clears throat> 
two weeks ago, I came home and it was about midnight. My wife and I were talking and we were talking last night at midnight as well. My hands, look at them. My hands now for the first time in my life are shaking. Um, well, not because of what is going to happen, but what could happen. I have been feeling this for two years, over two years, and ringing the bell. We're running out of that. What, what's so funny? I <laughs> wrote something really funny in the chat room. Yeah, i got to check it out. Uh... He says, <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> oh, that's boy. a personal attack right there. No, uh, that's... Back, to, back to the... Uh, the says, what part of... Uh, I'll just, I'm sorry I'll I did that. What, what was, what was <laughs> Brian... What I part did. of under, uh, engineering do you not understand? Stand. Meanwhile, we didn't even talk about this. We have uh, Glenn Beck, who's the Animal Farm declared turd. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a, we haven't officially voted on it yet, but who was Brian Kilmeade's name? You gave him Brown Streak or Brian Kilmeade? Brian, Brian oh, did we did we nickname that guy months and months ago when we oh, were yeah, on WTPRN? Right, long time How ago. How was that guy's in, name? In Galaxy Far Far. I think it was like he was Skidmark. Skidmark. Yeah, that's what it was. That was Brian Kilmeade here. Right. And civil unrest. He really is could a Skidmark, happen. Dude. It will yeah. happen. Already like is happening. So, I mean, my the world. question here to you fans out there, people listening, if you are listening, and yeah, nobody's listening. All time low, and of course we got people posting videos of themselves uh, doing pull-ups in the <laughs> chat room. Mark. <laughs> anyway, five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. Pyth had a good idea just to break up this clip real quick of Glenn. You got to do as many push-ups as you can in two minutes. <laughs> as many sit-ups as you wow. can in two minutes. <laughs> It's, it's, oh, I was in great shape. That was yeah, it was Jesse Ventura. Great, great stuff. Uh, here's an idea for we'll give you 20 seconds if you want to call in and rant about well anything, but if you want to rant about Every the network night in boot camp, I would be in the corner doing push-ups. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, if you want to call up and rant <laughs> about anything, as long as you don't curse, we'll give you 20 seconds. So th- there's the offer five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. Miles will get it all out tonight, folks, because it's it's closing time. Everything must go. Uh, but back to Glenn Beck, and then we'll comment well, on it. We're, we have people from the CIA, FBI that have. Gamed these scenarios. What happens to the world when the United States has to say, we've got to pull back here, we've got to pull back here? Wait a minute, they started preparing, the military has started preparing for a revolution. When? In the last four months they started preparing? No, they've been preparing for a while. No, you dumb blonde. They've been doing it for the last 20 years. Where the hell have you been? Uh, They saw the crystal ball like you did, that this could happen? Uh, Look, I was was walking with some of... That's the one thing about Glenbeck that i got to say is that I think he really knows, compared to these people on this show, this show is just about fluff and nonsense. Like, hey, wake up, have your coffee. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, well, Michael Phelps smoked weed. It, it, you know, it's more <laughs> fluff for the for the mindless American, but Glenn Beck knows what's going on. I mean, I'm convinced that that man knows a lot. Yeah, and, he does. You know, I don't like his show. We don't like him at all. I think he's he's completely, he's a traitor in a lot of senses when you talk about a, a host. You know, one day he's green, one day he's red, next day he's blue. So you never know what he is, but uh, the question I got here, Ben, and certainly the question Anybody who's still participating in our show tonight, you know, what do you think this is, this clip's all about? Because this doesn't seem like it doesn't seem along the lines of okay, yes, we're going to have Glenn Beck on today on Fox and Friends. You know, mm-hmm. wake up with us, and Glenn's going to talk about uh, drink your coffee and you know, kiss your government's ass. Yes, mm-hmm. Glenn's going to talk about the, uh, the, the the you know the Ox- Oscars and all kinds of stuff that's been going on. So, <laughs> yes. But what exactly is going on here? I mean, you, you can tell, man. I don't know. I don't think it's just fear mongering. I think this guy's actually kind of scared. His I, hands are shaking. Tony. If, he's, if he's acting, he's doing a great job, the, and I give him credit for that. The brightest minds in the military. Um, just what was it about eight months ago? And I said. So what are you guys really worried about? One guy who was with the FBI at, before the World Trade Center was one of the first people to say, this is a global terror network. Mm-hmm. He burst out in tears 
And he said, Glenn, people don't understand. This is 1860. We are on the verge of 1860. Hmm. The other guy talked to me about how the military is preparing for what they call the Bubba effect. We'll talk about the Bubba effect tonight. That is, something happens down at the border. You got the rancher who's protecting his land. Right. People are starting to come over. He protects his land. There's a shot fired. It ignites things. ATF, FBI come in and arrest that rancher. How many people are going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You people knew this was going on and you did nothing to protect us. And You know what, I'm just going to get down spirals. here because you're scaring me so much. I, I'm just what? taking a break. <laughs> I'm going to be hiding underneath here, Glenn, okay? Yeah. Tell me when the world's okay. It's get a, get on the desk. Okay. That's where, that's where you belong. I don't know if you saw the Survivor Series, but hiding under glass is not a good move. <laughs> oh, well, this is what happens. Tony, that was every, extremely no, sexist and insensitive of you. You know what, Ben? Free speech, God bless him. <clears throat> I don't even care. But every time, every time you try to talk to one of these Fox hosts, you know, news hosts, talk show hosts about anything that's real or actually scary. Yeah. It's like it's that same that same reaction you get from your mindless friends, like ooh, ooh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go away. I'm getting scared. <laughs> Stop it! You're scaring me. Stop it! You're, you're totally scaring me. Yeah. So they were, were were completely without a net tonight. We're gonna go back. Go to the phones. Not go back to phones. Five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. I think we have some people calling in to rant. Of course, it's the. Why don't we get the theme music for our friend Mark? Can oh jeez, we gotta hold on. Hold Can, on a second, Mark. We can't. Let you on about the theme music. No, we cannot. We cannot. It, what's that? I was supposed oh, to yeah, send it Pyth, over you're, to you. You're last way night, behind, Pyth. by the way, Pyth. We have theme music for Mark now. You missed out. Uh, Sorry. We're gonna wait on Ben. Sorry, Mark. Ben. Uh, ben and I dropped the ball here. Yeah, we did. That was that was my fault. But we Hold have to give second. you. We have to give him his theme music. Otherwise, it would. It just wouldn't be the Animal Farm. And we wouldn't be doing our jobs. Yeah, it's it's not cool. Unless right. We, unless he has the theme music. Oh no, that's not his theme music. Skip we'll, that break, man. Skip uh, you know what? Break. We're skipping the break. Yeah, with a sheep on the hill, go. This is a good song, though. Let me know when you get it up, and I'll ki I'll kill the song. I got it. Okay, go ahead. All right. There you go. That's Mark's theme music. Um... <laughs> Mike, how are you? <laughs> Mark, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> is he on? Mark. Mark. Oh, don't tell me the phones aren't working tonight. That would just break my heart. Uh, I thought Mark. If, if you're thinking that I'm Mark. Oh, this is. Oh, this. Is, yes, this is. Well, this is a Maryland phone, so we just assume it's Mark. Oh crap! That anyway, was a Mark. Okay. Well, anyway, it's two. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I, you kept on saying Mark, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well. Anyway, well, who who well, are we I was speaking to? I, I'm, I'm Cliff. I, I, I'm Cliff from uh, Maryland. Hey, Cliff. How's I it going? In, I don't know. One of your first. Actually, actually, uh, when you christened your phone, I called in about Walter Reed. Oh, okay. Nice, okay. But Thank you for calling. Probably don't that. Well, sorry we mistaked yeah, you I, there. I was, just, I was just calling in to, ra to rant about uh, Glenn Beck and all the Fox News guys. So the, I actually saw some of that in-game sort of scenarios he was playing out, and it, it I don't know, I, I don't think he, I mean, you're, you're giving him more credit than, than I think he actually deserves. Yeah. I mean, because he, he plays both sides, you know, he plays, oh, I'm a libertarian, and then the next minute he's a, you know, freaking conservative and then you know he's a neocon i mean who knows what glenn beck is but he's a, a d-bag that's all i gotta say well cliff first of all cliff let me ask you a question do you are you calling in from a skype phone or do you have some kind of speakers on in the background because we're hearing ourselves uh after we talk uh, are you are you uh, i'm calling on my cell phone uh, i have i mean i'm in the other room you're not even playing in here all right yeah, well, don't, don't we have a wonderful network here are you still hearing yourselves Yep. Christ. Watch. Ready? Yeah. Everybody, be quiet for one second. Ready? Check. 
I can't hear that. Oh, now I can't hear. All right, good. Well, we're just we're just losing just everything really at this loud point. To anyway, me. Cliff. Yeah, but here, here's the thing, Cliff, and here's the question I have for you. I mean, I agree with you. He he plays different cards every day. He's always trying to. I I, I was imagine just trying to please everybody by having every different standpoint on all these issues. But the question I got to ask is why is he even on this Fox and Friends show in the first place? In other words, it almost looks as though. They really didn't even invite him, and, I, and I'm just speculating at this point, but you know, why is he even given this much time to come on this show that's supposed to be kind of a, a wake-you-up morning show? You know, the most mindless people are on this show to begin with and always have been that way. So, the, you know, Cliff, why do you think he's even on and even given, you know, been given this much time? Well, I mean, the same reason why the people from SNL are on Conan. I mean, it's it's the same network. They're They're plugging their own crap. I mean... That 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 is how television works. I mean, you're in the industry, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. what it is. I mean, they're trying to get people to tune in to his gloom and doom scenario that they have. And I mean, you know, yeah, it's definitely gloom and doom, but it's not the same gloom and doom he's painting. That's for sure. I mean, I'm I'm actually uh, loading all my stuff into my car within the week, and I'm moving to a self-sustaining community. I mean, because that's where I see things going. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have food, you're going to be screwed really soon. Now, I don't blame you. I think it's a good idea. I mean, that's kind of a, a bleak, a bleak uh, thing. But I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. You know, and if I'm wrong, I won't be any the worse for it. I mean, you know, I'll know how to farm and all that survival stuff. And you know, but sure. I mean, as it goes right now, I'm I'm seeing the dollar collapsing and I'm seeing all this stuff coming up, and I'm just like, hey, uh, it's time for me to go. <laughs> yeah, get well, off the grid. No, I, I don't blame you. And that, that's the real yeah. question. And thanks for the call, Cliff, as always. Uh, sorry about the trouble. And sorry that we thought you were Mark. That, that was very uh, very bad of us. Uh, but yeah, that's no, why we need a call screener. But, you know. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Um, no, that's, that's, that's way too much to ask. Yeah, no, good points, uh, Cliff. Absolutely. I mean, it, it see, just to me, it, it just doesn't seem like he's on this show to promote his show. Maybe that's what it was. I mean, yeah, you don't, you're right. Fear sells, no doubt. Uh, there's actually a, I was actually watching that show Red Eye. I was up that early or late, depending on your, your point of view, in the morning, you're kind of just watching uh, TV. But uh, someone on the show, former actor, really made a good point about how, yes, I mean, how fear does sell and how, really, if you're an actor and you do good things, it's nowhere near as profitable for your um, for your career as if you're doing negative things, if you're making you know controversy, if you will. So, yeah. great stuff. Uh, we got much more going on with the phone, so I, I do want to move on and try to salvage this evening. Thanks for the call, Cliff. We go, I believe this is JJ, but the area Codes three one five. You're on the air. Hey, is this JJ? All right, I'm here. We got theme. Well, we got we got. I didn't know. We, was there a theme for tonight? We got a, we got some theme music for you, JJ. Hang on. Yeah, we're, we got some themes. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Yes. That's good. Yeah. That's really nice. I like that. Yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah. Kind of like WWE, all you know, right. when the stars yeah, come out. <laughs> yeah. You have right. to start some, start talking some junk, JJ. JJ, are you calling in to rant or for a different reason? Well, I, I didn't really want to rant. I've done enough ranting. Um, here's the real deal. I, I just wanted to call in, first of all, uh, to apologize to anyone in the chat room. Maybe I offended because I said the old chat was pretty gay. I, I said it was lame. Uh, and I didn't mean the people in the chat room or anything like that. So I hope none of you guys took it that way. Um, second of all... Hey, listen. It's not gonna. It, it's things aren't gonna change. We're not gonna make it stop. So, uh, you guys really get ready. You know, I, I'm telling everybody out there who's listening, don't be out in the streets. 
Don't be out there with the guy with the $50,000 bullhorn. Stay away from him. Get yourself ready. Get ready for it. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to change yourself. and get. I, I can tell you this. I told you this before. Uh, I changed myself, and you know what? Now all my neighbors, listen, there's a lot of people that are around me that are putting in raised beds this year that are storing food, that are getting ready. Cause, uh, and, and, you know, it's not. it wasn't because of anything, uh, you know, profound on my part because I listened to all these alternative networks for the last five years. So, I, you know, but I called all this shit about three years ago, pardon my language, but we're not on the radio anymore, right? Yeah, I, we don't even care anymore. <laughs> we're uh, we're, yeah. we're going to just let it all be. Just, yeah, I mean, if it's a mistake, it's somebody big but go ahead. Continue. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> you can watch the news. That's all lies. And, and, and you see what's going on. We're not going to be able to stop it unless we can get our neighbors to understand what's really going on. I mean... Our neighbor, my, my neighbors, most of my neighbors, other than me, they probably think waterboarding is, uh, you know, the sport. Something that I, I'm just speechless. I really didn't want to call in and rant and rave. I just wanted to encourage everybody to to find the, you know, their their truth within themselves and uh, spread that around locally. Because thinking that we're gonna, you know, somebody else is gonna go to Congress, I just don't see them changing. It's not going to happen. They're just printed up another trillion dollars. You got Hillary Clinton on her knees like a freaking gutter waif begging <laughs> China to take our T-bills. Nobody wants them. JJ, let me ask you a question. Uh, he, he, here's, here's something that we could probably put in and maybe even get, get you on record saying <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, just for the average homeowner American person, what, what, in your opinion, what's the three most important things to do right now in other words to prepare because this is what the phone call is about uh what are the three most important things in your mind food um seeds uh, you know first of all you got to decide this are you going to be able to stay where you're at i mean did you buy a house that you could barely afford and do you spend all your money at the end of the month on bills if so you got to try to get out i mean if, you, if it's possible to get out and get, you got to be within your means first of all. Because uh, if you got a house and you're and you're ha having a hard time, I mean, we can. My wife and I can afford this place. We both work, but we don't have a lot of cash left over. So, the first thing I'm doing is I'm getting ready to sell this place and get and get further off the grid. Getting off the grid is my main goal here. But right now, right this very second, it's food, storable food, just for an emergency. I I, I have about six months worth of stored dry hamburger food, and i got seeds and i you know and i have a gun right well that's the guns but, you uh, know, i don't anticipate using that for anything other than hunting really i wouldn't i'm not going to shoot somebody you know what i'm saying right. i would protect my family but i, I you're not going to catch me out there Shooting people, playing no, simple. No, yeah, I'll no, protect J my family. Yeah, JJ, no, and, and great stuff. And, and of course, thanks for the call. I mean, it's it's good input, and I think you're right. I honestly, I, I'm getting the same feeling as Glenn Beck, whether it's genuine or not, Ben. And I was even I was telling you before the show, I was talking to one of one of my friends last night, and her and I were just speaking plainly about things. And I almost pulled a you know a rant on her almost. I was just kind of telling her about this whole economic crisis, and you know, with with this particular stimulus bill, I'm not sure if she understands how much nonsense was in it, considering. Considering that we're in this crisis, yeah. and uh, you know, just using the anal rape, uh, you know, 
type of approach where you know just <laughs> look how bad this look where we are and look at what you know what companies got money out of this friggin' thing. Anyway, moving on to the phones, keep going. This is another Maryland call four four three. I believe this is Mark. Mark, is this you? It is. Where's my team? <laughs> We got, we got to kill the explosion in the beginning, because that's going to give me a brain hemorrhage. This is your theme music, Mark. So, I'm going to rant about the network. All right. We're going to give... Okay, you know what, Mark? Hold on a second, Mark. I want to give you a clean 20 seconds now. I want to be fair to everybody. Uh, are you in the shower right now, Mark? No. Okay, no, all right, yeah, Pi, that's Pi playing. That's Pi. He's playing a joke <laughs> on you. All right, Mark, we're going to give you a clean 20 seconds. Just please uh, hold the uh, the cussing if possible. Right. And go ahead. You're on the air. You guys have, have made your own chat room, and in two days you guys are up to 20 people. When you were with Jack Blood, the room got maybe to 20 once or twice. So obviously something that you guys are doing is successful. People like what they hear, and for the network or Danny to keep messing up or whatever the case is with the cat under the, the counter with the wires – it's it's just it's unfathomable to think that somebody would say, okay, we want you guys on our network, and you guys are pushing so hard and out there every day, trying to spread the word and get more people to listen to their network in addition to your show, and then they just they just pull one over on you quickly, like tonight. You lost ten minutes. I mean, I was about to walk away, and I just think it's outrageous. And I think Danny needs to get his act together. Otherwise, I hope people do start leaving the network. Yeah, well, that, we were actually ready to walk away too, Mark. I mean, Jeez, we don't, is that twenty know, seconds. That was really that was, that was brilliant. I think you might have went over twenty, but that was very well done. Yeah. It almost it almost sounded as though you rehearsed it. Very well done, Mark. And well, yeah, Mark, and you're and you're an incredibly loyal listener and, and yeah, very passionate, like a lot of folks. Um, but a lot of people did did walk away. They did. We they lost did. we lost about thirty forty on average. Yeah. If you look you look at our numbers every night, you know wherever we are X Y Z, we're about thirty or forty below that. And you know what? Look. Nothing's ever going to go perfectly smooth, but it's just, you know, you guys know listening. I mean, this has been a problem ever since. And and even since pretty much the very beginning, we have never been able to get away from this uh, problem, from no, issues. And, you know, it's just frustration. And we want to keep doing this show. We love doing this show. And I, and honest honest to God, um, we think the show gets better every, you know, every night. We see, we seem like we're progressing. We're getting great new listeners and great people from around the world yeah. who, who are emailing us and instant messaging us and, and so on and so forth. So, uh, Mark... Uh, Great job. Give him a round of applause. And uh, you, that was a great call. Thank yeah. you very much for the kind words, Mark. And thanks for sticking up for us. Like everybody out there, we really appreciate it. But Thank you, my old friend. Yeah. And, and, you know, and even without tonight's <laughs> even without tonight's occurrence, tonight is just a drop in the bucket, okay? It's just we just want a place where we can do a show every day and have the things that every other show out there in a, success, a successful network has. Mm -hmm. So I know we're being babies and we're being, you know, we're bitching and moaning, but... Well, that's the thing. We don't want to sit there here and spend the whole show whining oh about this God. network, but at the same time, before, you know, before we need to, before we could get on to doing what we're here to do, we got to clean out our closet. We got to, you know, we got to yeah. clean house. So yeah, we're basically uh, asking for suggestions at this point. Uh, in the meantime, a little bit more substance for you to chew on. Uh, officials have come out now, and you know, I guess kind of how we predicted this, but now the browser changes. U.S. troops to leave Iraq by August of 2010. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, another tremendous ridiculousness here. Uh, the that's United the States deadline, huh? Well, you know, we'll see here. The United States plans to withdraw most of its troops from Iraq. For my most of its troops by August of 2010. So we got a ways to go. 
over a year and three or four months, 19 months after President Barack Obama's inauguration, according to administration officials, the withdrawal plan would fulfill one of Obama's central... Here's an idea before I continue, because I, I keep thinking about this during the show, Ben, and I keep forgetting. Uh, there's a lot of great people who listen to the show that are great with video. We're good with video, too. We're, we're good at animation, too. But if you, maybe, maybe the best move is let's gather our brains together, whether it be in the chat room or sometime after the show, and let's come up with all of Obama's speeches throughout the last, you know, eight, nine months, throughout the primaries, that all the things that he was campaigning for, maybe just during when he, when he was already nominated, let's get all the stuff on tape on record and let's compare it to what's going on now. Let's, let's go through all the, you know, the war was unwise, we need to withdraw troops from Iraq, all the BS promises, and I'm close to cursing at this point, um, <laughs> and let's compare it to the reality of where we are right now. The, the heartbreak and the honeymoon is already over, in my mind, and I think it really is now time to start challenging all of the loyal, God-worshipping Obama fans because uh, it's time for them to wake up, and they've had their moment. This guy's already had enough right. time to put something forth that resembled what he talked about during yeah, the campaign, Ben. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, 19 months after Obama's inauguration... Obama! According to administration officials, uh, the withdrawal plan would fulfill one of Obama's central campaign pledges. Yeah, albeit a little more slowly than he promised. Uh, he said uh, he would withdraw within 16 months, roughly one brigade a month from the time of his inauguration. Officials said they expect Obama to make the announcement this week. They spoke on condition of anonymity because the plan has not been made public. But the U.S. military will leave behind a residual force between 30,000 and 50,000 troops. So... Again, it's all this all this talk about withdrawing is just it's BS. They're just moving on to their next nation, and who's got the biggest reserve of oil in the in the world right now? Iran. Yeah. Why do you think they're going after them? Oh, were well, they an imminent threat? No, they're not. <laughs> we got to get that oil. Come on, got to get man. that black gold. It's, it's but people believe it. People actually believe it. <laughs> I know. I know it's hard when you're looking silly. If when you're looking. You know, when you're looking in from without, I know it's easy. Hindsight's twenty twenty, that whole thing, but it's just heartbreaking, man. I and mean, how much worse, how much more BS are people going to listen to? Anyway, uh, we shall be right back. Some some good things going on, and we're going to have a lot more fun on the other side, maybe. Stay tuned. Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. 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 Underground radio is habit forming. Is habit forming. Is habit forming. Use the truth carefully. During these last few months, I've been trained by Al Qaeda, and I'm weak and materialistic. I told our country, and I told the world, if it feels good, do it. I hope you'll join me in expressing fear and selfishness. We will embrace tyranny and death as a cause and a creed. We can be summed up in one word, evil. 
I am committed to defeating not only the good work of charities, but the values that will bring lasting peace. And we have a great opportunity during this time of war to lead the world towards suicide and murder. Let's roll. Uh, thank you, Madam Speaker. Madam Speaker, I have a few questions for my uh, colleagues. What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? What if we wake up one day and realize that the terrorist threat is a predictable consequence of our meddling in the affairs of others and has nothing to do with us being free and prosperous? What if propping up repressive regimes in the Middle East endangers both the United States and Israel? What if occupying countries like Iraq and Afghanistan and bombing Pakistan is directly related to the hatred directed toward us? What if someday it dawns on us that losing over 5,000 American military personnel in the Middle East since 9-11 is not a fair trade-off for the loss of nearly 3,000 American citizens, no matter how many Iraqi, Pakistani, and Afghan people are killed or displaced. What if we finally decide that torture, even if called enhanced interrogation technique, is self-destructive and produces no useful information and that contracting it out to a third world nation is just as evil? What if it is finally realized that war and military spending is always destructive to the economy? What if all wartime spending is paid for through the deceitful and evil process of inflating and borrowing? What if we finally see that wartime conditions always undermine personal liberty? What if conservatives who preach small government wake up and realize that our interventionist foreign policy provides the greatest incentive to expand the government? What if conservatives understood once again that their only logical position is to reject military intervention and in managing an empire throughout the world? What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests? What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations? What if Obama has no intention of leaving Iraq? What if a military draft is being planned for for the wars that will spread if our foreign policy is not changed? What if the American people learn the truth, that our foreign policy has nothing to do with national security, that it never changes from one administration to the next? What if war and preparation for war is a racket serving the special interests? What if President Obama is completely wrong about Afghanistan and turns out worse than Iraq and Vietnam put together? What if Christianity actually teaches peace and not preventive wars of aggression? What if diplomacy is found to be superior to bombs and bribes in protecting America? What happens if my concerns are completely unfounded? Nothing. But what happens if my concerns are justified and ignored? Nothing good.
yeah. Yeah. Throw oh, your yeah. leg warmers on, baby. Uh, yeah. Let me write that down. JJ wants JJ, JJ wants to, with the score. The score? Yeah. yeah. It's from the Fugitive, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, that uh, I put the um, that music over the uh, or under the Ron Paul clip. That's from the Fugitive. James Newton Howard's the composer. Good stuff. Thank you. Good, good um, stuff. Yes. JJ wants the clip, right? That's that's who wants it. It's a camera right right now. I'm eating a banana, by the way. <laughs> JJ clip right. Okay, gotcha, JJ. No, no doubt. Pretty long clip, but I will email it. Um, I think he's emailed us before. Do we even have his email? I don't know. I'm sure we do. Anyway, we're back. Yes. Right. Um, so, what do you think, Ben? How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm okay. I'm a little calmed down, yeah. Uh, okay. We're just trying to kind of think about what what we should. Yeah, we're do trying next. to figure out where where we're gonna go. Yeah, and well, what's the next course of do. action? Because it's uh, it's like you know, it's, it's ridiculous, obviously. Uh, there's a hundred issues here, right. uh, the least of, each of which happened today, but it was kind of just the straw that broke the camel's back, you know? Right. Quick update here. Uh, Stephen C. Webster, who was covering the Hamas, uh, the Gaza conflict, I beg your pardon, with Hamas and Israel. And uh, there's a great article that he wrote uh, along with David Edwards about the, you know, how both sides, like we were talking about when we, when we covered the Gaza conflict, how both sides, no doubt are responsible for war crimes, are guilty of war crimes. Uh, so he did write that. I'm not going to read it, but it's, it's, it's definitely worth it to read. If you can check it out, delicious section of AnimalFarmShow.com is where our articles tend to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. And, of course, UncoverTheNews.com, folks, is a great website. Uh, we have the uh, – Kristen is the person who kind of runs it. She runs the whole thing. Yeah. And she is great with news, man. She helps us a lot with, with articles and stories. So definitely check out UncoverTheNews.com and uh, pay, pay it a visit, folks, because if you do, <laughs> you're going you're to see so much information. And it, is, it really opens up your eyes yep. how much news is out there. So do that. And uh, what else, Ben? What else can we promote? Of course, we have a donate button on our site. Yeah. We sometimes forget to tell people, but if you want to shoot us a couple bucks, that'd be cool. Now, that doesn't go to the network and the, uh, <laughs> and the big ball of cords. That goes directly to the animal farm. We have our yeah. crap together. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, We'd like keep that money. money. <laughs> yeah, when you do do that, it does go to uh, paying we give, rent. We, we give the network as much as they give us. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a bit of good news. Uh, Obama administration shoots down LaHood mileage tax idea. Really? I, this, at least for now, I think is good news. Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood, he had floated the idea, Ben, to tax motorists based on how many miles they drive Bullshit. rather than how much gasoline they burn. Interesting. So, uh, What's a good What's a good in that? Uh, the plan, I think it's ridiculous, uh, but the, uh, Obama's Transportation Department, he, because they, they shot it down, they, they're not accepting it. Mm-hmm. Obama's not accepting it. So yeah. uh, the, Obama's Transportation Department slapped down a suggestion by its own secretary Friday that the uh, government tax motorists based on how many miles they drive rather than how much gasoline uh, they burn. You know what? The reason they're doing it is because the hybrids are coming out and the alternative fuel cars are coming out and they're right. not going to be able to tax gas as much anymore. So they're trying to replace it with something else. Which, that makes sense. Yeah. Meanwhile, and that's probably why the friggin' hybrids are so expensive because it's impossible to buy them because they cost as much as a regular car. But uh, this guy's name is Ray LaHood. He had floated the idea in an interview with the Associated Press. Uh, gasoline taxes for nearly half a century have paid for the federal share of highway and bridge construction, but the hoods say they can no longer be counted to raise enough money to keep nation's transportation system moving. We should look at the vehicular miles program, where people are actually clocked on the number of miles that they are traveled, uh, that they travel, I should say. And he's an Illinois Republican lawmaker, so they shot it down at least. So that's, I think, that's pretty good news. Yeah, um, that was good. Just news. Trying to catch up, actually. I, was, I forgot to talk, talk about that yesterday. From the time to get up in the morning and flush the toilet, <laughs> they're taxed. <laughs> then they go and get a coffee, they're taxed. 
They get into their car, they're taxed. They go to the gas station, they're taxed. They go for lunch, they're taxed. And this goes on all day long. Tax, 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 tax. <laughs> oh, the Terminator. Uh, this is a great article. Oh, okay. tax. The San Francisco Chronicle. Judge <laughs> questions. Another another good news. Let's keep uh, keep this thing going here. Judge questions law giving okay. telecoms immunity. He's questioning the law. A federal judge in San Francisco is raising questions about the constitutionality of a law designed to dismiss suits against telecommunications companies accused of cooperating with government wiretapping. Chief U.S. District Judge Vaughn Walker has asked President Obama's Justice Department to present its views Wednesday on whether the law gives the Attorney General too much power to decide whether a company is immune from lawsuits. Uh, Obama supported a measure as a senator when Congress approved it last year. Department of uh, Spokesman, Department Spokesman Charles Miller declined to discuss the administration's response before Wednesday's filing, but Obama's vote for the bill last summer and statements by Attorney General Eric Holder at his confirmation hearing last night, last month uh, indicate the department will defend the law. So, hmm. there you go. Change we can believe in, huh? Yeah, there's, there's, there's the change. And there is a little bit more good news here. Charles Ratner, our legal correspondent, like change. which may or may not be here tomorrow night, depending on situations and things. Uh, but U.S. lawmaker to push repeal of online gambling ban, finally. Oh, and there's another, actually another piece of good news after this. So, you know what? We're, we're gaining a little bit of speed here. A senior Democratic lawmaker will push legislation this year to repeal the uh, U.S. ban on Internet gambling mm-hmm. that has hurt trade ties with the European Union, a congressional aide said. The bill, how about just for the fact that it's it's against, it's, it's not freedom. You're, you're banning your, back, your freedom to you know, your spend your money on an, on an Internet site. Yeah. The bill introduction should happen uh, in the next month. A spokesman for the House of Representatives Financial Services Committee, Chairman Barney Frank, said. Uh, but on Thursday, Reuters reported that the EU could file a complaint about U.S. enforcement of a gambling ban at the World Trade Organization. Uh, Mr. Frank will bring back legislation to repeal the UIGEA, or the Unlawful Internet Gambling Enforcement Act, a wasteful piece of legislation, the spokesman said, (laughs) referring to a Republican-crafted bill passed in 2006 when the party controlled Congress and the White House. I think the country passed it because they couldn't take a piece of money being spent in a different country. That's how things kind of roll on the Internet. But uh, there is... Yeah, the gambler. Very good. <laughs> but we were talking about before how they're going to start ending blue laws. You were yes, saying. Yes, that, that's the other piece. Of, thank you, Ben. I, that was the other piece of news I wanted to talk about. You know, I'm sitting there and I, I was just thinking, hey, I'll t- put the tube on before I, I go to sleep, whatever, and just maybe there's some, something good on. And sure enough, Lou Dobbs was on the repeat of Lou Dobbs was on very early in the morning, and they're thinking about getting rid of these ridiculous blue laws. For example, in Connecticut, you can't buy alcohol on Sunday mm-hmm. for whatever stupid reason. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's for religion or something, you know, nobody should restrict my freedom because maybe I don't believe in your religion, but uh, they're I thinking... I veto every single beer. Isn't that and the then, truth? And then past nine, you can't buy it either. Yeah, past nine o'clock. I mean, you, it's like, you know, for what reason should a state ever tell you that you're not allowed to buy alcohol? And, you know, maybe because it's way back in the day, these blue laws, I know there were some other issues back in, in the earlier days that, you know, they wanted to try to, I guess, curb men from beating their wives or, you know, all these <laughs> yeah. things. And sure, you ridiculous, know, uh, right, you know, I mean, totalitarian you know, crap. Come on, guys. We're in this 2009, you know, I mean, can we, we should also have the, the drinking age lowered, I think, in my opinion. But uh, I'm trying to find the article because my browser's not exactly playing ball with me here. But sure enough, there is talk now. I think actually, I think it's a video, Ben. You know, here it is. Let me play the video, and then we'll, we'll get on up. 
Here we go. The last vestiges of prohibition, partial or complete bans on alcohol sales on Sunday, are alive and well in roughly a dozen states. But now, in the search for new revenues, some lawmakers say there's no time like the present for change and fresh funds. We have had uh, testimony from various uh, grocers, uh, convenience stores, and things of that sort. And those individuals have told us that they lose a tremendous amount of business to South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama, and Florida. Georgia, Indiana, and Connecticut prohibit any retail sale of alcohol on Sunday. Fifteen states ban only liquor sales. The Sunday sales debate is on in virtually every cash-strapped state where blue laws still exist. In Georgia, action is expected soon on a proposal to let communities decide whether or not they want to sell alcoholic beverages on Sundays. Georgians we spoke to agreed. I, mean, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I think that's probably a little outdated law. And I think the most important point on that is the revenues it's going to generate for the state. You can sell it Monday through Saturday. Why not Sunday? As a practicing Christian myself, I don't think the government should be in the business of determining what day is the Sabbath. Conservative religious right. groups, though, say the right. last thing society Wait, needs is Wait, let me do one more time. You can sell it Monday through well, Saturday. Point Why too. not Sunday? This point's As great. As a practicing Christian myself, I don't think the government should be in the business of determining what day is the Sabbath. Conservative religious yes. groups, though, say the last yep. thing society needs, especially <laughs> in you, stressful John. economic times, is another day to sell liquor. Sure. I know that the media loves to you know, make uh, folks on this side of the issue look like Bible thumpers that want to impose their will. Just because something's consistent with values expressed uh, in one religion doesn't make it bad policy. <laughs> doesn't make it good policy either, does it? Stupid Economists ass. at MIT and the University of Notre Dame found last spring that repealing blue laws restricting Sunday commerce led to a decline in church attendance and donations. Because <laughs> people were too hungover to get up at 11 o'clock. <laughs> but advocates of getting rid of remaining restrictions on Sunday alcohol sales say... Why not let hardworking men and women who bring home the bacon during the week bring home a bottle of wine on a Sunday? No and doubt. Amen to that. Jeez, God, man. would you agree with that? That God was just interfering before or, or adding. I don't want to discuss. <laughs> Why not? Thank you, God. Don't accuse him of that. No, he was, he's, yes. he's, you're always welcome here, God. We're very happy. We're just upset tonight. We're sorry. Sorry for the Great. Year. Okay. So God agrees. We agree. And, I mean, really, at this point, Ben, yes. I mean, is there no better time in our history in the last 50 years to really kind of need maybe an extra bottle of wine during dinner or just to kind of... No. Yeah. Know, we, you know, not, I'm not saying I'm not promoting using it to, you know, curb your depression, but at the same time, you know, if this is going to help each state maybe get a couple extra bucks, and, Hell, and who doesn't need a couple extra bucks these screw days? Screw that. Use it to... to to make you in a better mood. Screw that. That's what they call the <laughs> yeah, spirit of shop. Ben is saying just go. Yeah, dude. That's why they call it the spirit of shop. Spirit <laughs> shop to raise your freaking spirits. And so maybe yes. now, Ben, can we finally bring back uh, America's second favorite game show, which is called, for now, <laughs> Fool Ben with Schlievovitz? Yeah, this, uh, well, it depends if the government will let me buy it this Sunday. <laughs> if they will, then yeah, dude, maybe. You could, I, uh, we have it We have it right here, man. This stuff is... <laughs> you still have it? You, you it's right there, dude. It didn't it's eat right through there. the plastic container yet? Huh? It did not eat. Yeah, Dude, yeah. you can run your it's car good. on this stuff, Coach. Leave of it. This is the stuff that they put in the uh, the um, the thing in Spaceballs to make them travel very, very fast. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, that's the stuff. It's probably pronounced Schlievovitz because it's, it's it's probably called something else. Schlievovitz. You just can't even pronounce it because you're so drunk. No, it is. It's Schlievovitz. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. We got uh, I swear. We're a radio show. We're going to take a break. We shall return.
Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle. And is easy to digest, non-allergenic, and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. All right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio, the whiniest place in the world. 512-879-3805. That's the number to reach us you if you'd watch. like to uh, get in touch with us. You can hey, you see what I mean. Yeah, do you, we got the big Obama speech on tonight. Yeah, so 9 o'clock tonight, huh? I'm, uh, yeah, I'll probably try to I'll try to eat before that. Um, <laughs> my goodness, we'll see what happens tonight with the, with this big speech, and you can go on to all the big networking sites and talk about it with your friends, but we'll see. I'm wondering what he's going to say. 
I'm kind of curious because this is the big, you know, the first big address. So uh, you gonna watch it there, man? Got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, as Pat said in the chat room, that's probably what he's gonna do. He'll probably go up there and say, "Ladies and gentlemen." Every single commercial now is going to be sponsored by Schlievovitz, the the actual alcohol. So let's get them on the horn and just tell them that that you know we're going to use their their alcohol to promote commercials and right. to sell ads. Yep. So that's good. That's actually good news for the animal farms. So thank you. And of course, if you do want to comment before we get to the power segment, we still have some time for that. It is five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. You know, all the wind is kind of out tonight. We're just. Just moseying on past. But, Ben, what did you want to bring up uh, after? But now that you're on the air? What, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, let me just say this really quick. Where I got the I got an email from somebody that said that they captured partial, partially uh, the interview of Catherine, Catherine Albrecht. Oh, good. Um, so, you know, they're going to they're gonna try to get it to us. But if anybody has the full thing, please. Beautiful young female. <laughs> Absolutely good. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Please send it over to us, um, you know, because <laughs> it happens when, uh, you know. You, oh. You're not able to record it, and uh, you know, two people aren't able to record. It. I'll just stop whining about it. Yeah, let's just stop whining. It is Mardi Gras, Ben. We're not we're not really being very festive uh, now that Mardi Gras is going on. I, I did forget to announce that. Um, that. That's I wish I was in New Orleans right now to party with those people because <laughs> apparently it's really uh, it's a big turnout this year. Yeah, I've been to New Orleans, but just never during Mardi Gras. I was just. During well, regular time. Yeah, we did. We did promise police state news. So let's talk about some some. Did stuff we promise there. that? I did. Okay, anyways. go ahead. I have plenty uh, of it. Go ahead. The Florida cops are going to start to uh, draw blood at checkpoints. How disgusting mm. is that? What That's state more appropriate than Florida? Total freedom. And then when you Good hear Glenn Beck talking about how they've been preparing for a revolution in this country for quite a bit, yeah. you start to see the uh, the signs coming together. Yeah. Um, it's really sad that that man needed to say that um, in order for people to listen, but. Mm, that's how it goes. Drunken drivers beware if you drink and drive, especially during the last weekend of February. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office and other area law enforcement will be out for blood. PBSO deputies plan to set up driving under the influence checkpoints. If they suspect a driver is under the influence, they'll offer an on-the-spot breathalyzer. If drivers refuse, deputies will ask to draw blood from their arms. They I th- want to suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really personal, and I think that if you deny a breathalyzer and you say that you don't want that, I think that's outrageous if they take blood without your consent. Uh, driver Courtney Little said, uh, Attorney David Olson said that that would only be lawful if a warrant is used by a judge, he says. Uh, that's just what deputies plan to do. They actually drive to a judge's home for a signature and return to the checkpoint. Incredible. Olson said drawing blood from drivers is usually done in extreme cases like homicides and fatal collisions. Olson said he's not sure a judge would actually sign a warrant. But, you know, if you get a, if you get a scummy enough judge out there, they'll, they'll do it. No but, question. Uh, this is the type of crap that we have to deal with. It's freedom. Obviously. Yeah, well, this is obviously freedom. And then we actually didn't talk about the uh, the training, uh, I guess, urban training drill, if you will, uh, at Arcadia in April. Uh, the Carroll National Guard unit will train on urban military operations by holding a four-day exercise at Arcadia. The purpose of the April 2 through 5 drill will be to gather intelligence and search for and apprehend a suspected weapons dealer, according to Sergeant Mike Cotts, readiness NCO for Alpha Company. I know Alex Jones covered this in depth, and I actually heard from somebody. I'm not sure if it was someone on his show or uh, some other show. I thought that there was some modifications to this, whether it might not be going on now, but uh, it could still be old news. So keep that in mind. Citizens, law enforcement, media, and other supporters will participate. Troops will spend Thursday, April 2nd, stage 
staging at a forward operations base at Carroll. The next day, company leaders will conduct re- reconnaissance and begin patrolling the streets of Arcadia to identify possible locations of the weapons dealer. The primary phase will be done Saturday, April 4th, when convoys will be deployed from Carroll to Arcadia. Pictures of the arms dealer will be shown in Ar- Arcadia, and soldiers will go knocking door to door, and they will ask residents if they have seen the suspect. So they're doing this, you know, this big yeah. drill just to make sure that they're up for the uh, thing. So, I mean, you know, not Jeez, necessarily dude. a horrible thing, but yeah, it's, um, you know, I guess they have to run these drills on real people. But unfortunately, the story behind the story with with many of these issues is that on the front cover it says, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. They'll just go door to door knocking and, and they'll do X, Y, and Z. And sure enough, you hear horror stories of, you know, kids, you know, wetting their pants and, and yeah. people going into shock because getting, of certain tactics. Of getting how, guns pointed at the back of their head, yeah, I mean, et cetera, you know, et cetera. It's yeah. freaking disgusting. It's and bad. Always happens. The, yeah, it's bad on the cover. Um, but it gets worse when you hear about the actual horror that goes on during one of these. There is a great article that Teresa sent to us a couple of days ago. Some guy actually had the um, the intellect to send an information uh, request information, a Freedom of Information Act request, I should say, to look at his own Homeland Security files based on his travel patterns. I'll read a little bit uh, about this. It's actually really interesting, though, if you want to do this, if you do have trouble flying. I've never had trouble flying, uh, surprisingly enough, considering I'm on the radio every night with you talking about the government stuff. But if you want to find out what they have on you or what record they've been keeping on you, the DHS and and so on and so forth, you can actually request it, Ben. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, you can. I've never done it because if you, I hear that if you do do it, then they know that you've sort of requested yeah, your al- things. Yeah, it's almost and like if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> exactly, and, and then they'll kind of they'll think like, oh boy, this guy must think he wants to be a terrorist or something. Sure. Therefore, yeah. I, but I don't know, man. That's the only reason I haven't done it. But it might be interesting just for the show to to do it and uh, and then read about it and then read it on the I mean, air. That might my, be fun. My travel patterns are hardly anything entertaining. You know, I've been to several you know other countries, but, but it's, I've, I've it's been like... to protests where men in suits just take pictures of my face and you know people yeah. on top of rooftops with they... video cameras zooming in on on us and things. I, I've been, I've seen crazy they crazy stuff. Kill us. You could even go to uh, YouTube and check out a bunch of uh, uh, police officer videos where they go out and they, they're literally, you know, uh, videotaping people at protests and saying, that, that guy looks like he's the one in charge. Get him. Get him. You know, take a picture of him. And, and You didn't give him the finger when they were so. trying to take a picture of you? No, I smiled. Oh, God. I, I raised my side and smiled like I, I was holding it like finger. it was a... Like it was a Pepsi or something. We'll get know? all these good old boys who got a lariat in the back of their truck and a big cowboy hat, but never rode a horse in their life. We're going to get them to waddle around and shoot their mouths off and support you. But if the fight never starts, they're going to go and cry in the basement for mommy. <laughs> That's right, Alex. A rare peek at Homeland Security's <laughs> files on travelers. Sean O'Neill. I'm going to make sure I delicious and bookmark this because I think I did yesterday, but I don't think we talked about it then. The oversized white envelope bore the blue logo of the Department of Homeland Security. Inside, I found 20 photocopies of the government's records on my international travels. Every overseas trip I've taken since 2001 was noted. Uh, He, once again, Sean O'Neill, he requested the files after he heard that the government tracks passenger activities starting in the mid-90s, and many airlines handed over passenger records. Uh, but since 2002, the government has mandated that the commercial airlines deliver this information routinely and electronically. So he you know, he, had, he was curious about what was in his travel dossier, so he did the Freedom of Information Act, uh, which requested for a copy of all his travel records, and he did get it. His biggest surprise was that the, was that the Internet Protocol IP addresses of the computers that he used to buy the tickets on the web were on the dossier. They were also Jeez. included. And on the first document image, 
and he posts it on the website. He circled in red the IP addresses of the computer used to buy both tickets. And then even some sections of the documents that were given to him were blacked out by an official. So there's certain information that you can't see, even though it's your record. Really? He oh, well, then screw that, and I'm not going to do well, it. He says, presumably this information contains material that is classified because it would reveal the inner workings of law enforcement. So maybe it's, you know, a number or so on and so forth. I don't know. Yeah, But, yeah, if, if you really want, I mean, and he goes on to say, and I guess the gist of the article, Ben, is that, you know, if you are having trouble um, with traveling, in other words, if you get stopped for whatever reason and you don't think it's justified, then I guess you can uh, you know, it might be worth taking a look at your record and seeing what they're seeing. You know, why? What is the reason behind them stopping you and and looking into your file? But yep. uh, for me, man, I mean, I'm I'm sure they. Uh, I doubt they know who I know who I am. I've never been even been to a protest, really. Uh, not like the ones you've been to, at least, Ben. Oh, Tony, they know all about you. Yeah, they know all about they you. They got me on their file. They do. They That's, got you on the file. They're probably bored I as hell. It's just better to keep the toothpaste off the flights and hope for the best. <laughs> we got some Opeth. We got another 15 minutes of crazy. It's your phone calls, nuttiness, uh, and then the power segment, so we can do only good things from here. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, 
This God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. Yeah, well, okay. Well, that's that's There's that's another cool. old saying, Senator. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show, the one and only. Um, and we do actually have the one and only Lil Frida on the line. Mm-hmm. Hello there. Hi, how are you guys doing? Uh, we're all right. Hi, Frida. Uh, pi- uh, pi- Where's my theme music? There you go. This is your theme music. Go. No, this is your theme music, Frida. Until we get a chance to meet. <laughs> this is what this is what I this is what's always in my head. Oh. Let it play a little bit there, Pi. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Nice. That's right. <laughs> Listen to my voice. As it, as it cracks. I'm eating pizza, too, which is not good. I'm eating pizza while I'm talking to freedom. As it cracks. As it cracks. <laughs> Listen to my voice. Voice. <laughs> anyway, Frida, how are you? I'm doing all right. Great yeah, stuff, Frida. What's, uh, what's going on? I what's on your mind? Comment. I wanted to comment on uh, how uh, they have those speed cameras everywhere now mm-hmm. especially where i live i live in phoenix and they've installed them everywhere and uh we used to have these vans that had the speed traps on them and they would place them at different places in the, the county and there was one right on my road and i was driving by and i flipped it off and it flashed me <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> and, way uh, it flipped I you off back huh because i flipped it off <laughs> yeah Jeez, man! Did you get uh, anything in the mail? You know, yeah. did you get a fine or anything for for protesting or what? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> not that I know of. I haven't Jeez. received anything yet. But um, in our county, actually, we elected a sheriff, and he has removed all of the speed cameras. So that's uh, a win for our side. That's good news. That's great news. If elected mayor, my first act will be to kill the whole lot of you and burn your turn to cinders. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Frida Pyeth was saying you should you should flash the camera next yeah, time. If, if you gave the finger the bird and they and they flashed you, what would happen if you flashed them? Would they give you the bird? That's that's the real question of the animal farm tonight. But great stuff. <laughs> oh, do we do we have Frida's requested music, Pyeth? No, we didn't, we didn't. You know, Frida, I'm sorry. I know, I know you sent us a particular no, song, <laughs> but we have to keep the... Uh, can you stop chewing into the mic, dude? Uh, I'm, I'm not even chewing. <laughs> we didn't, you know, exactly. I mean, we could only think about Let's Get It On. That's that's the freedom music. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. You need to get the uh, 
original Marvin Gaye version. Yeah, I know. What version is this? This is like a MIDI version. Who? Oh, it's, yeah. oh, it's Maceo. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to diss Maceo Parker. He, he rules. Uh, but yeah, sorry about the chewing, Ben. I, mean, I, I didn't think I was even doing it. <laughs> I got, okay, I'm, okay. I'm at the crust, though, I'm and the crust is very chewy. I'm surprised Pyatt didn't flip out because he normally does that over <laughs> he does. like that. He certainly does. Anything on your mind, uh, else on your mind, Frida? Yeah, Frida, what else is going on? Tell us. Oh, um, everything is good here. Uh, that's really all I had. I wanted to call in to talk about. Well, if everything's been racking good. my brain, trying to think of a topic. Well, we appreciate the support. I mean, I know it's it's tough on the animal farm, but if everything's going good in Arizona, then maybe it's time for me to move out there, Ben, because. We have to we have to kind of we have to get off the grid like everybody's been calling us telling us tonight you know Glenn Beck aside we have to get the hell off the grid at this point I know you'll be in heaven soon that's right well Frida we we love you as always we really appreciate you calling in and, and just you're just a, a great great voice and, and you just it comforts us every single time uh, but Ben unfortunately the, the the you know the police state news kind of keeps going on that was really nice yeah. though about her sheriff uh, now taking down those speed cameras because. That's the other two or three at a time. That's the other concern, man. I mean, as as funds keep as they deplete, you know, mm-hmm. and as the um, for example, we talked about the red light cameras and how certain uh, not organizations but certain counties across the country were removing the red light cameras because they weren't making as much money on speeding or, or tickets. Exactly, you know, yeah. running the red lights. Yep. So they had to remove the cameras because people were abiding by the law. Go figure. Yeah. And sure enough. With the economy, Can't have that. well, with the economy the way it is, everything is basically just a its own company now. Everything is its own entity, mm-hmm. and everybody's got to figure a way to survive this economic problem. So, you know, the big concern I'm I'm thinking is, you know, why even have patrolmen? You know, we don't have we don't have detectives anymore because we just solve crime with you know, you know, looking through people's phone calls and emails. <laughs> yeah. So why why even have patrolmen with the with the radar gun? Why pay some schlep forty four thousand dollars a year to sit there with a radar gun and not do anything? Why not just have cameras everywhere and they can monitor your speed and if you're in a zone where it's a 45 and you're going 47 well you just might get a ticket in the yeah. mail you know and obviously i don't we, want that to happen ever but that's where we're going it seems with this police at america but that that story did yeah that was a nice story by frida they're gonna start putting them up here in connecticut i think they're talking about it right now well plus you have a big you have two well i have two Shut highways the f- up, and 90, right? you know, 95 goes right through canada, uh, mm-hmm. canada connecticut yeah so yeah i mean 95 is a big a major highway, and you know, especially when there's an accident on 95, it's it's awful. Oh. <laughs> it's it's unbearable. Yeah, it's it's freaking crazy. But um, let's hope it doesn't get to that bend because you know you have to you got to catch me if, I, if you're gonna give me a ticket. You got to at least catch me doing it. Come on. <laughs> oh, well, well why not just have them in the cars? You know, hey, oh, you're in a limit. You're in a 55. You're not able to go up to 55. I mean, and that's that's eventually what it'll get to. I mean, that's the the sad part about it is that it's, it is eventually they're just gonna stick it in cars and then. You know, everybody, everybody, they'll, they'll have a series of checks that you need to do in order to drive the car. So you got to fingerprint yourself. You know, they have to scan well, the database. Well, was telling the, us about the, the the cars you have to do the breathalyzer testing yeah. to start it. Yep. Well, that's a court order if you've if you've you know been pulled over for drunk driving multiple times. There was actually a guy recently. Just take the a, license away. Guy, what are you gonna let him drive for? But a guy really, really recently, uh, he he freaking actually rented a car so he could drive drunk, which I thought was very funny. Had your friend blowing it. He rented a car so he could drive drunk. <laughs> Because he freaking That's what I'm saying. because Take they had the breathalyzer uh, thing put in his car that they wouldn't let it start if he was uh, <laughs> if he was drunk or not. Yeah, Pyatt, he's gone from suck to blow. Pyatt has, has added <laughs> that restricting a, uh, the speed in a car is not profitable, and that's exactly what we were talking about. Is that yeah. the problem with the with these with the technology is that you know regardless of your freedoms, but once you do you know once you Im- implement a system like a red light camera that's so effective because mm-hmm. people think hey 
F that. I mean, I'm not going to get my picture taken. Yeah. There's the evidence right there of me blowing the red light. You have this great system, and it cuts down on the uh, the people breaking the law, but there's no more profit, so it's not a good thing. That's why uh, I, I think that's why the... Uh, the criminal justice system in and of itself is so backwards because mm-hmm. you have cops who have to give out certain tickets to meet some kind of quota. There's a conflict of interest right there. People should only get, you know, if they're breaking the law, that's when they should obviously uh, become penalized. But there's wow. another problem. What's, what's the other message so, that he gave you? To- he said that Toyota developed a car that reads uh, speed limit signs, and they developed it in the 1990s. Yes. Oh, goodness. Wow, Pyeth. Pretty, Remember? pretty crazy. You've got to get Pyeth on the show as a guest one day. But this is horrible because what the hell happens? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happens if your wife is going into labor? And you need to get to the hospital. Well, you know? And that's exactly why we can't have a car restricting the limit of speed. Look, folks, sometimes you have to accelerate. Sometimes you, maybe you have to accelerate to avoid an accident once in a while. Yeah. It gets crazy. What happens well, if I want to run away from the cops? Exactly. You know? Yeah, you got to catch me. Yeah. You got to catch me. You know, you got to drive really fast. Come on, you're getting paid to catch me. And we look, we wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't have had one of the lubrication articles last night with the naked guy. I know. It's, it's incredible, man. They're trying to take away all our fun. Seriously, yes. you know, just uh, <laughs> just lock us in our houses. There is a, a guy who I guess shall rename nameless. He he sent me an email. I guess this is somewhat old news, but there I just delicious it. It is uh, this I guess this yard, this industrial yard, full of these little prisons. It looks like these little portable prisons. Um, and it's it, the title Jeez. of the story is new Lego building blocks for big boys. So check it out. I mean, it's really kind of make up your your mind on it. It's in Provo, Utah. Excuse me. And somebody here writes, uh, Walter Buren says, I received a following communication today. It appears the government has new Lego building blocks to play with. Prison cells that are designed to snap together to build a prison anywhere at any time to meet the demand. A new Lego. Actually, Ben, check it out. I don't think I even (laughs) sent it to you. Check it out on our site. Uh, The new Lego style can be snapped together to make 100, 1,000, or 100,000 prison cells. Two or three, ten blocks high. Uh, Rather expensive to make these mobile type units, don't you think? Our government must see a need for them somewhere. Your hometown, when needed, maybe. So he, he posts these pictures. Great. They even have a Harry Potter uh, version, too. Of, of what? Of the, the Lego building block, the prison Lego building blocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, and, and Star Wars as well, so. Sure, sure. Any, any ty- tyrannical fool that wants to, uh, you know, customize his, his prison, he could do that. Yeah, folks, actually, you know what? Check it out, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com. Take a look at it and see what you think. Um, interesting. Scary. At the very least, we shall return. Power segment coming up, sponsored by Schlievovitz. Of the 3 million plus edible food plants that grow on earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset, so try it today. Store it today and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. 
collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 Max for just $2 or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Radio. Kick it. Freedom Underground. Radio. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order can emerge. A new era, freer from the threat of terror, stronger in the pursuit of justice, and more secure in the quest for peace. Ah, love pizza. Why is pizza so good, man? I don't know, man. You're going to have some wicked gas later, man. What's that? You're going to have some wicked gas later. Oh, no doubt. Um, pizza is a great thing. And, uh, yes, so this apparently this, this delicious thing is not working for this article. I think it's because I did delicious yesterday, so perhaps it doesn't update uh, quick enough or whatever. But either way, if you want to Google or... <laughs> Excuse me. If you want to ixquick it, uh, <laughs> you can uh, just type it in. It's just type in new Lego building blocks for the big boys, and you will find uh, something. Uh, I'm not. It is on. Unfortunately, it's on Google, but I don't think there's any way around that. But whatever. But we do have to uh, remind people that we are trying to come up with a fix. Yeah, fix. I mean, well, yeah, That's but you know, the Google is getting out of control, and of course, we had uh, the great Dr. Catherine Albrecht on, and she gave us uh, the obvious, the obvious difference uh, for browser is xquick.com, so you can check it out, and you know, it's up to you if you if you care at this point. Um, so yeah, we also have to make sure that the article's up there, uh, the, the the interview. I'm sorry, Ben, uh, with her is somehow posted. I know our podcast, indeed, she is. Uh, the, our podcasts are in shambles. We can't get on the air on time. I mean, this show really is just uh, it's crumbling like an old. <laughs> 
cake. <laughs> but uh, you know what? To the rescue, we have the power segment, and tonight it is sponsored by Schlievovitz. So I don't know how you're going to mix those two audios. Good luck, Pyeth. Yeah. <laughs> Take you under the table. <laughs> oh man! Good God! Oh, I gotta find my articles now for the power segment. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple of uh, British articles here coming out of, out of uh, Great Britain. This horrible crap happening. British voters uh, say army will be dispatched to deal with a summer of rage, is what they're calling it. The widespread, widespread fear of serious unrest was uh, disclosed as a senior police officer warned activists were planning unrest and could find rioters uh, easier to recruit because of the credit crunch. Superintendent David Hortson, who heads the Metropolitan Police Public Order Branch, said known activists were planning a return to the streets centered on April's uh, G20 summit of the world leaders in London. And intelligence shows they may be able to call on more foot soldiers than normal due to the unprecedented conditions which have led youth violence in Greece and mass protests elsewhere in Europe. Um, YouGov polling uh, for Prospect Ma- Magazine found uh, 37% thought such social unrest in several British c- cities was certain or likely, although a slim majority, 51%, disagreed. Hmm. Power second continues. All right. Good job. Yeah, good. We got some more action in the chat room. That's nice. Yeah. In the next, uh, the next chapter of um, child pornography via cell phone sexting, Teen uh, now charged with child porn of herself. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does it ever end? Does it ever end? Does it, man? Clearfield, Pennsylvania, 15-year-old girl. It's amazing. <laughs> it, we just need an overhaul. This did, it, oh the only quote that comes to mind is one when Jack Nicholson in Batman number one says, This town needs an enema. A 15-year-old faces, 15-year-old girl, excuse me, faces child pornography charges after police say she sent nude pictures. This town- Needs an enema. Oh, you got it! Yeah! Jesus, what the hell he, is... He, you're, you're not human, dude. He's not a human being. <laughs> Pyatt is a, is a drone. He's, he's a government operator. God, man. What the Thank hell? You. Thank you very much. That's right. Pornography charges after police say she sent nude pictures of herself over the internet. See, now you can't even put your own naked pics on the internet. What is this world coming to? I'm also addicted to boobies. <laughs> oh, God, man. Sick, sick world we live in. Clearfield County District Attorney William Shaw says the girl has been charged as a juvenile with possessing, distributing, and creating child pornography. <laughs> the girl is living with her mother. Authorities say the girl sent the pictures after communicating in June 2007 with a 27-year-old man over the MySpace networking website. That's kind of creepy. Um, can we teach these kids at this point, if you're on these social networking sites, don't use them to elicit sex or be careful of people yeah. approaching you because they're very... They're, Dangerous people? I don't understand. Mr. Shaw says the man has also been charged with unlawful sexual activity. So he's been charged. State police found the images on the man's computer. So, yeah, she sent them 15 years old, Ben. I yeah. mean, really, how, how just it's, you know, unbelievable. But, yeah, so now it's getting to the point where you could actually be charged with child porn if it's you. Yeah. <laughs> what was that funny-ass picture that you sent us all from an old-school Nintendo game? Or the police, you get it's road rash. Oh my god, right? <laughs> it's road rash where you get pulled over. Road police. rash, yeah, very wow. And he says, he says, you are it's, over the speed limit. I have to write you a ticket. I must protect you from, from yourself. yourself. Very good, but it's actually from an old Sega Sega Master System. If anybody remembers oh retro god, gaming, man. I remember the day that 
Pyeth got it as a gift probably for Christmas or something like that. <laughs> we second match system was the bomb, man. Oh, my God, it was we great. we got to find a way to delicious that. There was only like 13 good games, but it was a great system nonetheless. And there was this one <laughs> game that I had just come across, Road Rash. It was like a, a motocross game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there was you get pulled over by the cops, and it's like, okay, whatever. You know, you lose points. No, no, no. The, the screen comes up, and you see the <laughs> – it's like Sergeant O'Leary. It's like from the, you know, literally. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it says, you know, you broke the speed limit. I'm taking 500 bucks from your wallet. It says I have to protect you from yourself. <laughs> and that, I, I looked at it and I was busting out laughing. I sent it to you guys. I got to actually delicious that funny. because that, 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 you're right. That's a brilliant thing. My brilliance, <laughs> I tell you, my brilliance, uh, it surprises me sometimes. But anyway. It comes that, out when you least expect it. It really man. does. Uh, among, <laughs> amongst other things. Uh, Power 7 continues before I get really in trouble. Go ahead. <laughs> another another story out of Britain. We're breaking down. This, this one's horrible. You know, everybody's always afraid of the uh, hovering helicopters right next to your window, like the George Orwell's 1984. You the black helicopter. The black helicopters hovering right next to your window, right. looking in and seeing what you're doing. Remote-controlled planes could spy on British homes. This is out of the oh, Telegraph. The Home Office has suggested that the remote-controlled drones could be used to help police gather evidence and track criminals without putting officers at risk. The miniature aircraft could be fitted with cameras and heat-seeking equipment, allowing police to carry out aer- aerial reconnaissance from a, a control room. They also have the benefit of being quieter than conventional helicopters or spotter planes and are much cheaper to run due to their fuel economy. However, their use is likely to provoke opposition from people skeptical of British, uh, Britain's increasing use of surveillance equipment who fear they represent yet another example of the expansion of a big brother state. Yeah, no crap. Uh, plans to introduce the unmanned aerial vehicles, also known as UAVs, is outlined in the Home Office's Science and Innovation Strategy. It states, Una- uh, unmanned aerial vehicles are likely to become an increasingly useful tool for police in the future, potentially reducing the number of dangerous situations the police may have to enter, and also providing evidence for prosecutions and support police operations in real time. Just incredible. I did find the picture here, Ben. You did? I did. I, this I, is delicious. Well, I have to I have to upload it to the, oh, you have to upload it, okay. yeah, to the net somewhere. In fact, may, I could just drop it in the chat room. Drop see, in not, the chat not everybody's room, right? in the chat room, but yes, I will do that after I cover my next article for the Power segment, which does continue, by the way. Uh, oh, boy. Yes. Trolls in the chat room. That's good news. Uh, Gmail experiences worldwide crash. So, I mean, two interesting articles after Catherine Albrecht leaves the farm after our first interview. I, I did send this to her, and I'm sure she was most pleased with it. But Google's Gmail online email service ran out of juice for several hours Tuesday 
uh, the, and during the morning hours for users in Europe and possibly worldwide. British users noticed Gmail conked out around 10.30 local time or 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is where we are, and came back online about three hours later. Reports came in from the U.S. <laughs> that it had stopped working. Yeah, Hillary, you and that laugh. Uh, stopped working there as well. Tests in New York at around 7.30 Eastern Standard Time revealed intermittent service with some users able to use Gmail and others not. Uh, mobile Gmail service appeared to be down until about 8.45. So uh, Google comes out and says, We are aware of the problem with Gmail affecting small subset of users. Read a posting at 5.46. So it did go down for a little time. I guess not a huge story, but interesting that it is Google. And um, a lot of people were speculating about Gmail for the, uh, a couple months now, mm-hmm. that it was being it was acting strange. And every time I've had to go, some, sometimes people have uploaded files on their Gmail account and they gave me their info like here just go here it's almost, almost using it as a, as a server yeah I hate it I've ne- I'll never use it but it's always been kind of shaky uh, for me but yeah there, there it is one of the things I've used on the Google is uh, to pull up maps <laughs> sure enough power, power segment continues Summit County Jail inmate hospitalized after being shot with a taser uh, Tamira Hickman was driving when the Sheriff's deputy called Saturday night. Her 21-year-old son, Gregory Dillard, had died, but we brought him back, uh, the male voice told her. We revived him. Oh, my him. God. Jeez, man. What a, <laughs> your son's dead. Don't chase me, bro. But we brought him back. Yeah. Uh, he died, but no big deal. We got him. We, we brought him back. It's okay. He's breathing now. Hickman <laughs> tried to absorb the details and focus on the road at the same time. Dillard had been in uh, county jail. She didn't even know that. He had acted up as he was being released. He uh, charged deputies. He was shot with a taser. He collapsed, and now he was on life support at Akron General Medical Center. Family had tried to prepare for such a phone call. Uh, Dillard had a history of mental illness, suffering from bipolar disorder, pension deficit disorder, and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. She said he would stop taking his medication sometimes. He's a great kid, etc., etc. I think the moral of the story is that tasers are dangerous. Yeah. No, well, they're non-lethal, though, Ben. You have to understand that. Yeah. They don't. They're not lethal. <laughs> Power 7 continues for one last article thing. Ah, uh, Saved by the Bell. I want to talk about this tomorrow night in the first three, but I, that's why I can't tell you what it is, Ben, because it's very cool, and it has to do with people in Texas, and it's a great article. So I do want to talk about that tomorrow if we're... You'd think they'd give us extra time for, uh, you know... Well, yeah, we, we kind of we run the show for tomorrow. And... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I want to no, take any more time, no, folks. It's been no, a, no. a tragic show at that. Uh, thank you for, for calling in, participating, of course... All the great folks out there, we appreciate it. And uh, we may or may not be back tomorrow. Who knows? It's always kind of up in the air. So uh, thanks for tuning in. For Ben Pye from Tony Pax, saying we will talk to you sometime in the future one day. All right? Great. Sounds good. John Bush might be next. Who knows? And we'll talk to you soon. See ya. You're working hard to put food on your family. Thank you. Goodbye. Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. Always finding new ways for people. You help. This is our donation. Freedom Underground Radio.